0: Ravenna, from the poems of Oscar Wilde by Oscar Wilde, read for by Thomas Peter and Liane. One. A year ago, I breathed the Italian air, and yet methinks this northern spring is fair. These fields made golden with the flower of March. The throstle singing on the feathered larch the cawing rooks the wood-doves fluttering by the little clouds that race across the sky and fair the violet's gentle drooping head the primrose pale for love uncomforted the rose that burgeons on the climbing briar the crocus bed that seems a moon of fire round girdled with a purple marriage ring and all the flowers of our english spring Fawn snowdrops and the bright star daffodil up starts the lark beside the murmuring mill and breaks the gossamer threads of early dew and down the river like a flame of blue keen as an arrow flies the water king while the brown linnets in the greenwoods sing a year ago it seems a little time since last i saw that lordly southern clime where flower and fruit to purple radiance blow and like bright lamps the fabled apples glow full spring it was and by rich flowering vines dark olive groves and noble forest pines i rode at will the moist glad air was sweet the white road rang beneath my horse's feet and musing on ravenna's ancient name i watched the day till Marked with wounds of flame, the turquoise sky to burnished gold was turned. Oh, how my heart, with boyish passion burned, When far away across the sedge and mere, I saw that holy city rising clear, Crowned with her crown of towers. On and on I galloped, racing with the setting sun, And ere the crimson afterglow was past, I stood within Ravenna's walls at last. 2
1: how strangely still no sound of life or joy startles the air no laughing shepherd boy pipes on his reed nor ever through the day comes the glad sound of children at their play oh sad and sweet and silent surely here a man might dwell apart from troublous fear watching the tide of seasons as they flow from amorous spring to winter's rain and snow and have no thought of sorrow here indeed are Lethe's waters and that fatal weed which makes a man forget his fatherland Ay. Amid lotus meadows dost thou stand, Like proserpine with poppy-laden head, Guarding the holy ashes of the dead, For though thy brood of warrior songs hath ceased, Thy noble dead are with thee. They at least are faithful to thy honour, Guard them well, O childless city, For a mighty spell to wake man's heart To dreams of things sublime Are the lone tombs where rest the great of time
0: three
1: yon lonely pillar rising on the plain marks where the bravest knight of france was slain the prince of chivalry the lord of war gaston de Foix, for some untimely star led him against thy city and he fell as for some forest lion fighting well taken from life while life and love were new he lies beneath god's seamless veil of blue tall lands like wreaths waved sadly over his head and oleander's bloomed to deeper red where his bright youth flowed crimson on the ground look farther north unto that broken mound there prisoned now within a lordly tomb raised by a daughter's hand in lonely gloom huge limped theodoric the gothic king sleeps after all his weary conquering Time hath not spared his ruin. Wind and rain have broken down his stronghold, and again we see that death is mighty lord of all, and king and clown to ashen dust must fall. Mighty indeed their glory, yet to me barbaric king, or knight of chivalry, or the great queen herself were poor and vain beside the grave where dante rests from pain his gilded shrine lies open to the air and cunning sculptor's hands have carven there the calm white brow as calm as earliest morn the eyes that flashed with passionate love and scorn the lips that sang of heaven and of hell the almond face which giotto drew so well the weary face of dante to this day here in his place of resting far away from Arno's yellow waters rushing down through the wide bridges of that fairy town where the tall tower of giotto seems to rise a marble lily under sapphire skies alas my dante thou hast known the pain of meaner lives the exile's galling chain how steep the stairs within king's houses are and all the petty miseries which mar man's nobler nature with a sense of wrong yet this dull world is grateful for thy song our nations do thee homage even she the cruel queen of wine-clad tuscany who bound with crown of thorns thy living brow hath decked thy empty tomb with laurels now and begs in vain the ashes of her son o mightiest exile all thy grief is done thy soul walks now beside thy beatrice ravenna guards thy ashes sleep in peace
0: four how lone this palace is how gray the walls no minstrel now wakes echoes in these halls the broken chain lies rusting on the door and noisome weeds have split the marble floor here lurks a snake and here the lizards run by the stone lines blinking in the sun byron dwelt here in love and revelry for two long years a second anthony who of the world another actium made yet suffer not his royal soul to fade or lyre to break or lance to grow less keen neath any wiles of an egyptian queen for from the east there came a mighty cry and Greece stood up to fight for liberty and called him from ravenna never knight rode forth more nobly to wild scenes of fight none fell more bravely on ensanguined field borne like a spartan back upon his shield O oh hellas hellas in thine hour of pride thy day of might remember him who died to wrest from off thy limbs a trammeling chain o oh stelamis o oh lone plataean plain o oh tossing waves of wild euboean sea o oh wind-swept heights of lone thermopylae he loved you well Aye, not alone in word, Who freely gave to thee his lyre and sword, like Aeschylus at well fought marathon, and England too shall glory in her son, her warrior poet, first in song and fight, no longer now shall slander's venom spite crawl like a snake across his perfect name, Or mar the lordly scutcheon of his fame. For as the olive garland of the race, Which lights with joy each eager runner's face, As the red cross which saveth men in war, As a flame-bearded beacon seen from far By mariners upon a storm-tossed sea, Such was his love for Greece and liberty. Byron, thy crowns are ever fresh and green, Red leaves of rose from sapphic mitylene Shall bind thy brows, the myrtle blooms for thee, in hidden glades by lonely castellee the laurels wait thy coming all are thine and round thy head one perfect wreath will twine Five. the
1: pine-tops rocked before the evening breeze with a hoarse murmur of the wintry seas and the tall stems were streaked with amber bright i wandereth through the wood in wild delight some startled bird with fluttering wings and fleet mid snow of all the blossoms at my feet like silver crowns the pale narcissi lay and small birds sand on ever twining spray or waving trees or forest liberty within your haunts at least a man is free and half forgets the weary world of strife the blood flows hotter and a sense of life wakes in the quickening veins while once again the woods are filled with gods we fancied slain long time i watched and surely hoped to see some goat-foot pan make merry minstrelsy amid the wreath some startled dryad maid in girlish flight or lurking in the glade the soft brown limbs the wanton treacherous face of woodland god queen diane in the chase white limbed and terrible with look of pride and leash of war-hounds leaping at her side or a hylas mirrored in the perfect stream o idle heart o fond hellenic dream ere long with melancholy rise and swell the evening chimes the coven's vesper-bell struck on my ears amid the amorous flowers alas alas these sweet and honeyed hours had wound my heart like some encroaching sea and drowned all thoughts of black gethsemane
0: six o oh, lone ravenna many a tale is told of thy great glories in the days of old two thousand years have passed since thou didst see caesar ride forth to royal victory mighty thy name when rome's lean eagles flew from britain's isles to far euphrates blue, and of the peoples thou wast noble queen till in thy streets the goth and hun were seen discrowned by man deserted by the sea thou sleepest rocked in lonely misery no longer now upon thy swelling tide pine forest like thy myriad galleys ride for where the brass-beaked ships were wont to float the weary shepherd pipes his mournful note and the white sheep are free to come and go where Adrias purple waters used to flow o fair o sad o queen uncomforted in ruined loveliness thou liest dead alone of all thy sisters for at last italia's royal warrior hath passed rome's lordliest entrance and hath worn his crown in the high temples of the eternal town the palatine hath welcomed back her king and with his name the seven mountains ring and naples hath outlived her dream of pain and mocks her tyrant venice lives again new risen from the waters and the cry of light and truth of love and liberty is heard in lordly genoa and where the marble spires of milan wound the air rings from the alps to the sicilian shore and dante's dream is now a dream no more but thou Ravenna, better loved than all thy ruined palaces are but a pall that hides thy fallen greatness and thy name burns like a gray and flickering candle flame beneath the noonday splendor of the sun of new italia for the night is done the night of dark oppression and the day hath dawned in passionate splendor far away the austrian hounds are hunted from the land beyond those ice-crowned citadels which stand girdling the plain of royal lombardy from the far west unto the eastern sea i know indeed that sons of thine have died in lisa's waters by the mountain-side of espromonte on Novara's plain nor have thy children died for thee in vain and yet methinks thou hast not drunk this wine from grapes new crushed of liberty divine thou hast not followed that immortal star which leads the people forth to deeds of war weary of life thou liest in silent sleep as one who marks the lengthening shadows creep careless of all the hurrying hours that run mourning some day of glory for the sun of freedom hath not shown to thee his face and thou hast caught no flambeau in the race Yet wake not from thy slumbers, rest thee well, Amidst thy fields of amber asphodel, Thy lily-sprinkled meadows, rest thee there, to mock all human greatness, Who would dare to vent the paltry sorrows of his life before thy ruins, Or to praise the strife of kings' ambition, and the barren pride of warring nations. Wert not thou the pride of the wild lord of Ager's stormy sea, The queen of double empires? and to thee were not the nations given us thy prey and now thy gates lie open night and day the grass grows green on every tower and hall the ghastly fig hath cleft thy bastioned wall and where thy mailed warriors stood at rest the midnight owl hath made her secret nest o fallen fallen from thy high estate o city trammelled in the toils of fate doth not remain of all thy glorious days but a dull shield a crown of withered bays yet who beneath this night of wars and fears from tranquil tower can watch the coming years who can foretell what joys the day shall bring or why before the dawn the linnets sing thou even thou mayst wake as wakes the rose to crimson splendor from its grave of snows, as the rich cornfields rise to red and gold from these brown lands, now stiff with winter's cold, as from the storm-rack comes a perfect star. O oh, much-loved city! I have wandered far from the wave-circled islands of my home, have seen the gloomy mystery of the dome rise slowly from the drear Campagna's way, clothed in the royal purple of the day i from the city of the violet crown have watched the sun by corn's hill go down and marked the myriad laughter of the sea from starlit hills of flower-start arcady yet back to thee returns my perfect love as to its forest nest the evening dove o poet city one who scarce has seen some twenty summers cast their doublets green for autumn's livery would seek in vain to wake his lyre to sing a louder strain or tell thy days of glory poor indeed is the low murmur of the shepherd's reed where the loud clarion's blast should shake the sky and flame across the heavens and to try such lofty themes for folly yet i know that never felt my heart a nobler glow than when i woke the silence of thy street with clamorous trampling of my horse's feet and saw the city which now i try to sing after long days of weary travelling seven
1: adieu ravenna but a year ago i stood and watched the crimson sunset glow from the lone chapel on thy marshy plain the sky was a shield that caught the stain of blood and battle from the dying sun and in the west the circling clouds had spun a royal robe which some great god might wear while into ocean seas of purple air sank the gold galley of the lord of light yet here the gentle stillness of the night brings back the swelling tide of memory and wakes again my passionate love for thee now is the spring of love yet soon will come on meadow and tree the summer's lordly bloom and soon the grass with brighter flowers will blow and set up lilies for some boy to mow then before long the summer's conqueror rich autumn time the season's usurer will lend his hoarded gold to all the trees and see it scattered by the spendthrift breeze and after that the winter cold and drear so runs the perfect cycle of the year and so from youth to manhood do we go, And fall to weary days and locks of snow. Love only knows no winter, never dies, Nor cares for frowning storms or leaden skies, And mine for thee shall never pass away, Though my weak lips may falter in my lay. Adieu, adieu! Yon silent evening star, The night's ambassador doth gleam afar, And bid the shepherd bring his flocks to fold perchance before our inland seas of gold are garnered by the reapers into sheaves perchance before i see the autumn leaves i may behold thy city and lay down low at thy feet the poet's laurel crown adieu adieu, adieu yon silver lamp the moon which turns our midnight into perfect noon doth surely light thy towers guarding well where dante sleeps where Byron loved to dwell. Ravenna, March 1877, Oxford, March 1878 End of poem. This recording is in the public domain.